Hey guys, welcome to another podcast. So before I get into anything, um, I want to say a shout out to my friend Robert and the Chew Cast. Um, I really, really appreciate just you turning me on to uh, Anchor. I really appreciate that. And also getting to be on your podcast was so much fun. Um, also shout out to uh, Jordan and Jake who are part of that too. Um, if I'm missing any other names that were part of it, I, I really I appreciate you guys as well. Um, it was really cool to reconnect with you guys. I haven't been there. They all work at uh, Disney with me, and uh, they—I miss them. Like I really, I really do. Um, great people, great guys and girls. Love them all. Um, but uh, tonight, and also make sure, please, please make sure to listen to his podcast and follow him um, and the others on uh, on YouTube as well. I'll bring this up again because um, I, I can't think of everyone's channel right now i do know that his is called the shoe cast and i think it's it's really really good um i love the, the, the things he was, he was just talking about kingdom hearts i believe too recently um and yeah I, I really enjoy him and and he's he's a great guy he's so much fun and he made this really cool disney like radio disney playlist as well on youtube and uh, it's a great playlist we were actually discussing this when we were working together about really cool music on uh radio disney and I don't know, he's, he's one of like the, the chillest people ever. And I mean, following him, subscribing to his stuff is definitely, definitely worth your time. Um, and like I said, I, I want to have more like conversations with him in the future. So Robert, if you're listening, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much, sir, for just all that you've done. You are incredible. You are Disney magic. I really appreciate you. Um, speaking of Disney magic, this is going to be a little bit different. I know I kept saying we're, we're going to get to Adventureland. I will do Adventureland tomorrow, but Tonight, something was on my brain. And I started watching again, because I have this memory, okay? Um, Like a memory of a memory of me watching Disney's Halloween Treat, which is an old, old, God, I'm I'm aging myself. (laughs) It's an old Disney Halloween special. I would watch this thing religiously every Halloween for my first couple Halloweens. I would say in memory, probably from the age of like four to age of like seven, when I think Disney stopped playing it for whatever reason. And... I think each year it would change a little bit, like or a little bit would change about it. But um, it actually originally came out in 1982, which I did not know about. Obviously, I was a kid. And back then, you know, you can just go on Wikipedia or whatever and figure things out for yourself. So um, but it originated in 1982 as part of like Epcot's little like Disney's little like Disney World stuff. And um, it was like an hour and something minutes long. It was very long. And I found the original uh, recording on uh, YouTube. And it was like, I mean, whoever did it obviously was like recording, was like, like, like using their phone to record their recording of this. So it was kind of jumbled and stuff. But I just really wanted the information because when I was a kid, I swore the magic mirror or the, the narrator of the story of, of this like Halloween treat thing um, said that the queen from Snow White and Maleficent were actually sisters. And for a long time now, I've been going with that kind of headcanon because of the fact that what a lot of people don't actually probably know is that parts of Sleeping Beauty were actually taken from Snow White. So I've said this before, but those of you guys who have, I've never said this on my podcast, so this is new information. So here's some tea for you. So there's a whole segment of Snow White that's technically missing. And in the Snow White, if you have the Snow White like DVD, Blu-ray, Diamond Edition, whatever edition you have, um, the Platinum maybe even too, um, they go into some of the background of the story. First of all, there was going to be a Snow White sequel, which is really cool. But also, 
there's a question that a lot of fans have of Snow White's prince. When Snow White falls asleep, why did it take him a whole year to find her? What a lot of people don't know is, is that at one point in the story, the queen actually had a hold of the prince. Now, um, obviously the queen gets killed, you know, after Snow White takes the bite. So not even a day passes when that happens. But at that point in time, she has the prince held captive. So once she dies, I'm assuming that's when the prince somehow breaks free and goes away. But there's a whole scene in Sleeping Beauty that is very reminiscent of that when Prince Philip is captured by Maleficent. In Snow White, originally the prince was going to be captured. And there's actual um, footage of this, like not actual, like not completely finished footage, but actual like like uh, illustrations and drawings. Because I want to go into storyboarding. I find storyboarding fascinating. And um, especially for animated films, I love storyboarding. So I, I can't draw with crap, but I like storyboards, go figure. Anyway, um, there's actual like storyboards of this where the prince was actually going to try to fight his way out. And they use that later for Sleeping Beauty. Also, <clears throat> Another fun fact, Sleeping Beauty is actually kind of recycled goods, sort of, um, the animated version of Sleeping Beauty. For example, did you guys know there were actually going to be seven good fairies to help Sleeping Beauty? Because it was actually going to mirror Snow White at one point, and not even just Snow White, but even Cinderella. There's a song called Dancing on the Cloud, which I actually had that recording, and I love that song. Um, it's a great unused song from Cinderella, but it actually was going to be, uh, the movie was going to end with Cinderella and her prince dancing on a cloud. That's why, that's where the song comes from. And it was actually taken from that and used in Sleeping Beauty, not the song, but the, the dancing on a cloud moment. And I actually would have loved if they would have recorded that song for Sleeping Beauty because just Maria Acosta's voice is beautiful. And so it would have been great to have that, but that never, uh, Mary Acosta, I'm sorry, Mary Acosta's voice is beautiful, but it never happened. Um, so a lot of Sleeping Beauty's like, origins and stuff were recycled from the first two princesses so that's just a little fun fact but yeah um originally Snow White's prince was going to be captured and so anyway or yeah was going to be captured and so but anyway I was I remember hearing that these two were related and I could not find this recording for the longest time because they had revamped it and redone it and they've edited it and stuff and obviously for YouTube they changed things um depending upon like who uploaded what and so I finally sat down tonight and I finally found the one I was looking for. And unfortunately, he does say they are sisters, but he says they're basically sisters of magic. So he doesn't, in my head as a kid, I like I remember like, and I used to soak up Disney, like I still do. I used to soak up Disney information like a sponge, right? Like I consider myself an unoffic- official, unofficial Disney historian. Like that's just who I see myself as. Um, and so I, I, this my whole life I've just been like these two are related sort of but I just I wish I had that that evidence because I can't prove it and unfortunately it turns out that they they aren't related what he says is they're sisters of magic he doesn't actually say they're sisters so but I mean what's really cool too and what I thought about earlier today is how much like the stories of Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and even like I feel like Disney has sprinkled the Wizard of Oz characters in their works I'm gonna get into Halloween Treat. That is the main focus of this video, but I did let, like, this is kind of a side note thing. Um, if you guys are familiar with the story of Wicked, it's got Elphaba, and it's about her, her sister, and Glenda the Good Witch, um, and basically the Wizard of Oz. And there's a lot of characters that I, I realize are in Disney movies that could actually, like, mirror those characters. For example, Elphaba is obviously, like, Maleficent, very similar to dark fairies, you know, like, dark, dark 
you know, when green faces or whatever, which I think is only for the movie. I don't think in the actual book, The Wizard of Oz, the witch had a green face. I don't remember that, but I think it's that's only for like the movie. Um, but anyway, so they mirror each other. But then the queen kind of mirrors her sister in a way, like Elphaba's sister, the Wicked Witch of the East, kind of mimics her. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know who really mimics Glinda the Good Witch? The Blue Fairy from Pinocchio. Like she kind of does mirror her. And then you have Alice from Alice in Wonderland who mirrors Dorothy. So there's like sprinkles of these characters kind of sprinkled throughout Disney films. I don't know if that was an intentional homage to Wizard of Oz, like the story or what. But I did find it, I don't even know if Wicked is kind of like an homage to those kind of things, but I did kind of feel it was interesting to see those Easter eggs kind of plotted in different Disney films. And I'm sure if you look even deeper into it, you can see even more parallels between the two. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm pretty sure you could even see more parallels from the to The Wizard of Oz. Like, but I mean, that's kind of grasping at the straws to be like, oh, well, like, what about The Lion from The Lion King or Louis the Lion? Um, I think that's what's his name, Leo the Lion. Uh, that that little short um you could you could probably you could even probably pull those things apart too and, and throw that in there but i don't know i was just i was just saying that i thought those things were interesting and um once upon a time was a tv show that kind of combined all those worlds and they kind of did but didn't combine those worlds too like they did make the wicked witch of the uh of the west and i believe the evil queen from snow white related so maybe maybe that's what they were trying to do however they did not make the Blue Fairy Glinda, which I think if they had, I think my theory then, because I've had this theory since I was like maybe 11, 12. And if they would have done that, that would have been like, boom, like Disney. Yeah, that would be really cool. Anyway, so sorry, side note on that. But anyway, getting back to Disney's Halloween treat, what I wanted to talk about in this video was I remember as a kid loving the special. And when I watched it tonight, it's actually really dark. There's a whole segment, and I, I recommend you watching this. I really do recommend you watching it, even though the, the one I watched was bad quality. I really did not, like, there was some, like, I've talked about this before, how Disney has done, like, some dark things as far as, like, some of their movies. I'm not talking about, like, all this other speculation stuff or whatever, like, real-life stuff. I'm talking about just in their movies. Like, if you watch Fantasia, and A Night on Bald Mountain is very, very dark. It's a very dark moment. Probably the darkest moment. And it will, one of the darkest moments in Disney film, because it's actually like the devil summoning his like his minions. But there's also things like Hunchback and Notre Dame, which is more like in the last, what, 20 years. Um, that's a dark film too, that has dark segments in it. Lion King, like some, some, things, some things have dark undertones, dark meanings, and then some things are just like visibly dark, right? Well, I was watching this special and the narrator does a great job of narrating this, you know, the script. But if you listen to the script itself, there's some really dark moments in this thing. There's this whole segment on cats in this special, like how dark cats are. And I actually have been researching cats too, because like not like, <laughs> I mean actual felines and actual cats and where like where the, 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 the taboo stuff comes from with cats and, and black cats and all that kind of stuff. And there's this whole like monologue that he goes on about cats. And he's telling the story through animation sort of. And he's showing like, dark Disney segments that I even forgot existed. Some of these, some of these segments, I'm like, I can't even remember watching this segment because they're, they're taken from like movies and they're taken from like um, little shorts that Disney did and they, they kind of put them together as if they're like one big story, but they're not. And um, in just some of the, just some of the scenes. But anyway, there's this whole segment on cats, right? And like I said, I've, I've been researching cats for a book that I'm writing um, that's related to Disney. I can't tell you what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now, but it's really Disney. And cats are 
part of the story, not an integral part of the story, but they are a part of this particular person that I'm writing about's character. And um, what what this monologue is saying were things that I was actually like writing in my book, and it was so weird because I like. I'm like, did that come from my memory of watching this as a child? And that's because it's very parallel to what I'm writing and how I'm writing it in the darkness of the tone. And so when I saw this, I was like, this is like eerie to me because this is eerily similar to what I'm writing about. And even just the setting and how it takes place is like in my mind, it's very similar to what I was writing, which obviously what I'm writing is I'm picturing in my mind. So it's really weird to me. Like it, it still kind of tripped me out how like, Obviously, as I'm making this, it's still tripping me out as to how parallel it was. But anyway, there's this whole thing that he goes into and he talks about witches and persecution. And it's just, it's crazy because I'm listening to this guy speak and I'm just like, what? Like, this was on a Disney show. I was, I, I was almost convinced that someone, the person who wrote this part of his script could possibly be into like different arts. I'm not going to say dark arts. I'm going to say different arts, different, like, obviously it's written from like a villain perspective because that's what this Halloween thing is. And it's meant to scare you, obviously, too. It's meant to kind of give you like a Disney chill. But yeah, like just some of the things he was saying in the special, I was like, dude, like he's, there's some like actual, I get the feeling that whoever wrote this script has some actual like feelings about this, like about the persecution of witches and, and, and the Salem witch trials and things. It got pretty deep, pretty fast. And what was great was the animation that would have like, there were moments in this, I actually got a little scared. I'm not even lying to you. There are moments in this I got a little scared. And that's not easy for me, when, especially when you're watching a Disney movie. Like, I grew up watching horror films. Like, some films scare me. I don't mess with them. I just don't do it. Um, just because of, like, the real, like, real hand stuff. But this was, like, I I, was, like, I watched this as a kid for several years. Like, I watched this. And I kid you not, I feel like this was edited out of a lot of the newer, like, when it, when it, was in syndication I feel like every year they kind of cut more and more of it because of how long it is like the, the time stamp for it is about like an hour and 20 something minutes so I think every year they cut a little bit because I did see one that was a complete version of it but it was like 37 minutes long so it was like a trimmed down version of what the real thing actually was and I, I want to say that segment about witches and persecution was definitely edited out of that but it was just like it was crazy to me like hearing that and hearing what he was saying and how he was saying it and how the animation was conveying some of the things he was saying was just like dude this is just this is on a whole nother level of like dark but it was cool i recommend you watching this special and it has hard it has light hard moments into it overall it's very light-hearted actually like there's some like fun light-heartedness to it the magic mirror comes in which i love seeing the magic mirror it's like a live action uh magic mirror and i love i love seeing that i it, that goes all the way back to 1953 with peter pan where the actor who played captain hook in the movie also doubled as um a host at a disney christmas event and he ended up playing the magic mirror and that and actually that's a tradition that continued with this halloween special because the guy who was doing the 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 yeah face mask for that who's also in the um disney halloween disney sing-along it's the same actor he's playing the magic mirror he also doubles as like a hook voice when they needed him to do like kind of like ad-libs and stuff for hook when they remaster peter pan movies and and when hook is featured in other things they they have like actors who can play these characters like who study voice acting like for example like Winnie the Pooh is played by Sterling Holloway who also did the voice of Ka in um the Jungle Book he did some other voices too along the way they have actors who have now come and replaced him that can do the same voices the he also does the Cheshire Cat in, in Alice um but they have an actor who can go and do most of his voices from those things so actors study 
how to sell into these characters. And this is this guy happened to study the, the voice of Captain Hook. Um, so, which is just a little fun fact. But anyway, he like he's in this too, and he kind of brings a lighthearted element into it. But yeah, like it just it all stems from me trying because I'm doing some other kind of research into Disney, like not not bad research, but on the royals and how they might be related and who's related to whom. After watching Cinderella three again, I learned some things and I picked up on some things that I just I want like I love fan theories like the whole Frozen like who's related to Anna and Elsa thing like I that's an interesting theory like it's obviously been disproven but i do have some of my own personal theories that i'm trying to kind of like see if there's any any proof to them and and trying to get like the geography and all that kind of stuff on on how these things could possibly pan out so that's where that came from but um i i was doing some research on something else and then i remembered when i was a kid having this idea that the queen and maleficent were sisters based off of something that was said in a special which is that halloween special and so i rewatched the special and i just like i'm telling you guys like i was floored by just some of the things i had forgotten like some of these some of these shorts that were in disney that i was like this is scary i've never seen this or i haven't seen this in so long and then again the narrator he's a he's a really good narrator like honestly when my book is published this book that i that i'm that i'm writing i want him or someone who can who can mimic his voice like perfectly to do my audio version of like of that book he does the narration so well like super well he sounds amazing and i loved this this like i said this monologue that he gave about witchcraft and about persecution of witches i and and cats and 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 how cats are related to this like i that segment alone like i honestly haven't gotten chills like that since i watched uh when i was a kid i watched sleepy hollow the ichabod mr toad um version and there's a really great segment of Ichabod. Like you, you hear the song about the foreboding of, of the, the hollow. And then he goes into the hollow and he meets the headless horseman. Like that is a really great scene with a lot of intensity. I love that scene. Like I even for like for a Disney film, like for any kind of film, it's a dark scene. And I don't think anybody's been able to do that tension as well as they did in that movie. I like I yes, that is one of the best, like not even just Disney, one of the best, like suspense scenes suspense building scenes ever in my in my opinion ever and this that whole segment that whole monologue he was doing with the visuals that they were showing in the, in the special this added to that too like honestly they could have done a jump scare right after that and it would have scared the crap out of me as a kid and even as an adult right now it would have scared and probably even you it would have scared you because it was that good I, I thought it was really well done anyway um, that's all I really wanted to make this for. I just, I, I just enjoyed that. I, I, I wanted to kind of share that with you guys. But if you guys have never seen Disney's Halloween Tree, go on YouTube, make sure to look it up, check it out, and watch the one that's about an hour and 28 minutes or so. That's the one I'm talking about. Just watch the whole thing through, and I think you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of really cool segments in there. There's a lot of funny little things in there. Um, so yeah, I would watch that. Give it a watch. Honestly, I'm going to make that now a part of my Halloween tradition. I used to watch it as a kid. It's now going to be a part of my Halloween tradition for probably the rest of my life now, because I really enjoy that. That was really cool. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next one, where I will be talking about Adventureland and the surrounding property um that i think are really cool um and and i'll be getting into memories and stuff later on i'm not sick i just i've did, been doing a lot of talking today and so that's how my voice ends up i end up sounding like this which i don't mind so anyway i'll see you guys later have a great night Peace.